You are now listening to the Keys and Anklets podcast, your one-stop source for frank and honest information about the hot wife and cuckold lifestyles. You can find this episode on iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher Radio, or you can head to www.keysandanklets.com and subscribe right from the website. Now, let's get to the good stuff with the host who separates fact from fiction, Michael C. Hello, everyone. It's your host, Michael C., back with another episode of the Keys and Anklets podcast. And like the intro says, my goal with this podcast is to separate fact from fiction as it pertains to the, uh, to the wife-centric lifestyle. And when I say wife-centric, I'm referring to the lifestyle that's kind of in a different avenue than swinging. This is uh, hot-wifing, cuckolding, stag-vixen, uh, basically those lifestyles where the female is front and center, and it's all about her pleasure. So my goal is to kind of pull the curtain back and give you an idea what people really think, what really goes on, how people really get into this and and just bring you some clarity. Um, so with that being said, let's get into it. So I have a guest with me this evening. This is a brother I've been trying to track down for a minute. Uh, he's, he's not the easiest guy to track down from a time standpoint. I've known him for a while, met him uh, at Splash. If you've been to Splash, I'm sure you've seen him around. Uh, got a thousand kilowatt smile, always positive energy about himself. Um, so without further ado, I want to introduce you all to my man, Goliath. Goliath, why not you say hi to the people? What's going on, everybody? <laughs> Happy to be here, man. Appreciate you having me on, Mike. Hey, man. Well, you know, it took a while. Definitely chased your ass around. <laughs> Had me feeling like a stalker. <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry i'd be like i'm sorry man but i finally got situated man yeah well I, 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 know, I know you're a busy man i know you're busy man i appreciate you you you, you taking the time so for those who don't know this is uh, a segment that i like to call the china shop and for the uninitiated the china shop is my segment where i just talk to other bulls we talk about how they got into the lifestyle, their views in the lifestyle, what they like, what they don't like, their journey, so on and so forth. So that's what you're a part of now, my brother. You're a part of the the, uh, the China shop. So let's kind of okay. give the people a little bit of, of background information on you. Uh, how old are you? I am 35. Okay, 35-year-old brother. Okay. So for you, when did this first, like, get on your radar you know what i'm saying like we you know we we grow up and you know we know vanilla we know dating you know boyfriend girlfriends whatever and you know maybe there was a time when you was in love and you thought you was gonna get married you know we we got all these traditional thoughts and ideas and then something happens and it's it's not necessarily that that you discover the freaky shit like, we all discover the freaky shit through our boys and everything. They bring a girl over and she's with it and y'all run a train on her or whatever. I think the thing that really opens our mind is when we see that there are women who are, like, looking for this kind of thing. You know, like, I know for me that was a thing that was kind of, like, mind-blowing. Like, oh, shit, you mean they want to do this? You know, like, they want to be in these situations. So for you, when did this first get on your radar? So it first got my radar uh, when I was 20 years old. Um, it was about to be my birthday. And um, my prom date, She was, I had an older prom date. She was probably 23. I was 17 at the time. 
she's one of my you, friends. Oldest. You, you know, they can get you in trouble these days. <laughs> oh, no, these days, hey, I'm, I'm glad I grew up in different times, man. That should have get you in trouble now. <laughs> well, not you, but get her in trouble. Oh, I heard trouble, but I wasn't saying anything. <laughs> but uh, so this is about my birthday. I, I didn't know what I was going to do for my birthday. Um, and, but the girl reached out to me. She was like, uh, we should go to this uh, this club, the swingers club. And my mind, so I'm, I'm in Dallas, people don't don't know. I thought that was exclusive to like the Las Vegas type areas, Miami. So I'm like, okay, this stuff goes on out here. So we go to a um a place called Iniquity, uh, which is now um which is now Colette's in Dallas. Mm-hmm. And um I remember going there looking at look at the website prior to going and I was like, Okay, I didn't know this was like a real type of thing. I've only just had the fantasies of looking at porn and stuff like that at the time. Um so we go there. So wait, you went, to, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. So you went to the swing club when you were 17? No, 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 no. I went when I was 20. It was, it was my 21st birthday. Oh, okay, 20. okay, okay. Just making sure I'm, keep, I'm, I'm keep Okay. <laughs> I wish I would have gotten there. <laughs> okay, so you're saying that this was the same girl that you went on your prom with? Yeah, same girl, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. I thought you meant like this was like a prom date, like after the prom, <laughs> you went to the swing Oh, club. man, hey, if I knew that, I knew then. Uh, I said, that's a hell of a fake ID you had. <laughs> but, uh, so, yeah, so we go to the place, and, I had, and, of course, I had to tell, like, two of my boys. I was like, I couldn't just go experience that by myself. Uh, so we go to the place, and I'll never forget my initial entry. Um, going there and on the TVs, there's uh, videos of, of this porn, like people fucking on TV and shit like that in the club. And I'm thinking, I'm like, this is really going on. Like, this is really this is real life. And I'm I'm still not really processing everything. Get in, I'm just observant. And then I tap my boy after a while because we have the dance floor, just having a little drink. And I see somebody get the dick stuck on the dance floor. And I'm so mind blown by it. Like, this is really allowed, first of all, in America, in a club. And nobody is, nobody's batting the eye nothing. Like, everybody's acting like this is normal. Mm-hmm. So, so I was like taken aback. Like, this is a whole different type of uh, world that I'm stepping in right here. Um, but she told him just to relax, be comfortable. She had some friends with her. And, Essentially, I brought my birthday in in a, a great way. Um, I played uh, played with her and um, two of her friends, and then a couple that was there. And I was really mind blown, thinking like, "This is interesting." But um, but after that night, I didn't think of it no more. Like it was like out of sight, out of mind. I was like, "Okay, this is a one off situation." Like I'm back to my regular life. It was a good experience, something to talk about. Right. But I didn't. That was just my first, first view. Like small crumb of what, what was to come. Okay, so you had that experience. You said you was twenty, twenty going yes. into twenty one. Yeah, twenty going into twenty one. So how long was it before you came back to it, or before 
you know, that the lifestyle came back into you. Like, like you said, you thought it was like a one-off kind of thing. Like, okay, I got the crosses, like skydiving. Okay. I did that once. Okay. It's, 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 it's in the data bank, whatever time to go on with my life. When did it circle back for you? I circled back about seven months after that. Um, and, and during that time I had gone through a breakup or whatever, like people go through so I'm on Tinder just using Tinder for the first time just going on Tinder dates meeting people the usual and um, I matched with this uh, this older woman she's probably I was I was 21 now uh, she's probably probably like 40 and uh, we started kicking and vibing hard having a good time and um, about a month or two into us like hanging out and uh, having good times, she's like, uh, I want to introduce her to some of my friends. And she started showing me pictures and stuff like that. And I'm like, what type of introduce? She's like, yeah, they, they'll want to they'll wanna, uh, have some fun with you too. And in my mind, I'm like, oh, hell yeah. Because like, I'm young, and me and her got a good establishment of what we are. Like, it's just, we're just having fun. Like, right. I'm not anything. I'm just, I'm just having fun. I'm young. Uh, so she she invited me to a party, um, but unfortunately I wasn't able to attend that party because I had I had to go do some some workout in L.A. So I, I I wasn't able to go to the party. I go to L.A. I come back, and I'm curious about the party, but I didn't want to ask her about it. I wanted to basically do my own research at that point. So the name of the party that she had uh, that she had mentioned it was called Freaky Friday Fuck Fest. <laughs> okay, that's pretty straightforward <laughs> to the point. Oh, it was very straightforward. And I was like, I, I, it, 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 it stuck with me like the entire weekend, me being gone, like, damn, I'm missing a fuck fest. I don't know what kind, what kind it is, but strings, anything like that, but I'm missing out on it. So with the, uh, with the good old power of Google, I essentially just Google just that to see what comes up. And it took me to a website that was, uh, I guess somebody had a private website and um, basically said, put your email address in and we'll email you if you get something for a party. And then like the next party was that upcoming Friday. So I was like, oh, snap. So I'm about to put my email in, like, basically have my own experience because I don't want, I don't want the woman, I want her to take my image of what I think I'm about to get into. And, uh, so leading up all to that week, I had one vanilla friend, a girl at that. I tell her, I tell her about this thing because me and her were cool. And we had played around and stuff like. And uh, I tell her, "Hey, man, I found this website. This is what's about to happen, or whatever. Or I, ho- I hope it happens." And we're we're hanging out on a Friday, like in the afternoon. Ding! I'll get a get an email like, "You've been selected to come to the party." And I'm like, oh shit, this shit is fucking real. Like, this ain't this ain't no game. I'm she's, it gives me an address, location, like show up here, do this, right. do that. Like it's official. <laughs> yeah, it's official. So I'm like, so I got like a little like nervous, kind of like, oh shit, I'm really about to get myself some shit that I have no clue about. And she's encouraging me, like, like go for it, like, like don't 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 bitch out now. So I. I Got dressed and 
went to the location. Are you going to keep going? Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I mean, you know, okay. yeah, keep going. Because this, well, this is all part of your journey, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Because you said the so, first time uh, you went, somebody took you. This mm-hmm. was the first time you kind of took initiative yourself. Mm-hmm. You know I mean, and started making moves yourself like, okay, I'm going to figure this thing out. And, and that's and that's what I ended up doing. So um, I get the location. It's a it's a nice little house. Um, I'm I don't know nobody there. Um, I'm I am the youngest person there. That's uh, youngest person there. I'm trying to act like I've like I've been around it for all my life. <laughs> my young twenty one years of life, I'm trying to act like I've been around it the whole time. Yeah, you you, you fronting in other words. <laughs> oh yeah, so I go in there. I go I go right to the kitchen. I have a little bar area. You make me a drink, and I'm I'm just being observant, just being the um, just seeing how everything is going. Everybody's just chilling, having their own conversations. And there was a sibling in the middle of the living room at the time. I probably only been there for like thirty minutes. And then the host comes out and she's like, everybody gather around. So everybody gets around. She's like, uh, who wants to uh, ride the Sibian? And wait, wait who, who wants to ride the what? Uh, the Sibian. Oh, okay, the Sibian. Yeah. Okay, I got you. I know. Like mm-hmm. a little, little machine. Oh, yeah. That my first, I, that, was whole, that was new to me and everything. So this couple volunteers, and I see the woman, and I'm like, God damn, she is fine as hell. I'm like, what is she doing here? Like, this ain't no place for you. Like, you should be home, happy, life and everything like that. Like, what are you guys doing here? So, but, at, so wait, at, so at this point, you thought only busted chicks got down like this? I mean... No, I, I get it. That. I get it. I'm just busting with you. I'm but, it, you know, that, that's kind of mind-blowing. Yeah, I was like, this, I was like, this is a... You're a bombshell. So um, she gets on the Sibian, and everybody's watching. You know, husband's, husband's had the control, so he's controlling the uh, the vibe and the speed and everything like that. I'm drinking my drink. All of a sudden, he looks he looks over at me. He's like, hey, you, come put your dick in her mouth. And I look, I look over my shoulder. He's like, yeah, you. <laughs> <laughs> so... I'm like, okay, so I'm, I'm like I said, I don't want to act like I'm new over here. So I just walk over with my drink in my hand, pull my dick out, and she starts sucking my dick while she's on the Sibian. So I'm, 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 my, my mind's blown. My mind's very blown. Yeah, your mind wasn't the only thing being blown right then, there, brother. And <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it was, it was, it was, it's hard to describe. Because she's doing it. I'm sipping my drink. And I'm just looking around. And literally everybody is watching this. Yeah, I was, I was, I was, I was, I was actually about to ask you about that. You know, because that's, that, that's one of the parts of the lifestyle that it doesn't really get talked about that much from the guy's perspective. Is it's not just playing. Like I have a number of friends who, you know, uh, high school friends, college friends, they know that I've taken this route in my life. Mm-hmm. And they've expressed a desire. They're like, oh, Mike, you should let me come to a party sometime, whatever. And I explained to them, like, look, fucking in the lifestyle is different 
than just meeting a girl at a club and going home and fuck. Like, Fact. it's different when when you've got people watching you. Like, both people. Like, it's not just women that are watching you. Like, it's women watching you to see, A, if you know what you're doing. It's, mm-hmm. guy, it's guys watching you to see, especially if you fucking a bad chick. It's guys mm-hmm. watching you basically waiting for you to fuck up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So they can slide in. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you can't keep your, you know, keep your dick hard or, or, or whatever. So, like, there's a there's a, a whole different element that's added to it. And it's interesting. Like, I love hearing how guys respond to that the first time because it's different. Like, some guys, the first time is overwhelming, and then they come back to it with a better frame of mind. Other guys are like from the very first moment, they're like prodigies. They're like, oh fuck, I like this. I don't mind people looking. I'm doing my thing. You know what I'm saying? Like they don't have a problem with it. There's not that breaking in period. Like they're they are cool with it and comfortable with it from the jump. So I'm just curious for you being in that situation, were you comfortable with it like right away? Or did it still feel like, oh my God, like all these people are looking at me? Uh, it was definitely, oh my god, everybody's looking at me. But, but it didn't affect but, your performance at all. And, and at the, it did not because she was doing a hell of a job. And you're young, and, you know. The wind blows in your dick. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's, that's like she's rubbing across my leg, Dwayne. But um, she's doing a good job, and then I'm like, I don't want. I, I just want to. I want to cherish this moment, and make it seem like. It's natural. Like, this is supposed, supposed to be happening. So I just thought, I looked around, looked at everybody looking at me, sipping my drink, and I was like, this is a crazy life. And I just, then I, I just locked into the moment because, I, like I said, I didn't want to be the new guy. And she went on for, she went on for a while. She didn't go to completion. Mm-hmm. Went on for about a good, like, 10 minutes and then stopped and then... I went. I went back to my little corner, and I was like, "Oh my! Like this really happened." I had like a reflection moment where I just had to just relive that in my own mind and really process what really just happened. Mm-hmm. So um, that was that was a start. That was a start, and there was about like twenty five people there. So it was a lot of people, and I've and I've never I've never done anything like that in front of that many people, like. I've done stuff with like a couple homeboys, like like run a train or right. do whatever with stuff like that. But for this to be, first of all, I'm I don't know anybody, so this is completely strangers to me. And it it, it was it was just a a unique experience for the first time. But I quickly I quickly warmed up after that because like like my. Uh, it's like the shield, a shield went down. Like, okay, I can relax. This, this is going to be all right. And then after that moment, like other couples and stuff like that started coming to talk to me. So it was like more of engage. I was more engaging with people. Uh, I, was, I was more engaged with the host as well, just trying to understand like, uh, like uh, protocol, like what to do and what not to do. So even though I was given that. Uh, on the initial email, I wanted to, I heard to verbalize what was going on and what to do and all these type of things. So um, after a while, that couple came back to me and was like, hey, 
my wife really enjoyed that. Would you like to play? And who am I to turn that down? And we were, we went and had a great experience. Um, it, it was it was a little weird at first, you no, know, because um, it was an open play area, so there was constantly guys like coming in trying to like overshadow overshadowed me. Mm-hmm. And when you say overshadow, you mean in what way? Oh, they were just like like too close, or like 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 what you said. Like they were anticipating the moment where I where I fuck up. And they they have a possible end. Do you think they so, could? Do you think they could tell that you were new? Honestly, I honestly I don't know. Um, the way the way I carried myself, um, they could tell that I didn't have much experience. But they could they I would think they would know that I've been around that environment before. Uh, now, is that, is, now is that? you speaking who was in that moment or is that you being reflective? Like, yeah, I was handling it well. Cause sometimes we've been in a situation and in a moment we think we're doing a good job, but then when we get older and we gain that experience and that clarity, we can look back on ourselves and be like, yeah, I was green as fuck. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like oh, I, th- I thought oh. I knew what I was doing. You know what I'm saying? But looking back mm-hmm. on it, man, I didn't have a fucking clue. I, I was, I was saying, my experience was limited for that environment, but I I treated it like a regular. I tried to treat it as much as a regular girl. Then I, in the initial initial parts, like I had troubles like keeping it up. But once I got there, it was like no problem, and I was able to to tone out the guys because I I ended up turned turned a different way, and I think she could sense it as well that the other guys were like a problem for me, and. Um, she told she mentioned something to her husband, and the guys moved around, and it was more of, of, of in tune with her. Then I was able to perform and do all that, and uh, it was a it was a great first uh, first couple experience in the lifestyle. So, um, yeah, that was that was how that was how things started for me uh, on my own exploration. Okay, so. You have those experiences, like you said, you're you know, 20 going into 21 and then, you know, a few months later. So after that experience, did it still go on the back burner? Meaning were you still pursuing like vanilla relationships at that time? Or like when, when did this lifestyle start to become something that you were like, OK, this is going to be a part of what I do? You know what I'm saying? Like. I'm going to actively pursue whether it's going to clubs, meeting people, like actually putting effort into it. Like when did it start to take on that tone for you? The very next day. Okay. Okay. So, so, so from that point on you, that you went to, you know, the swing site and set up your profile and, you know, all the stuff that comes along with it. Yeah. So, so after I played, after I played with that, uh, that couple, um, I ended up playing with like two other couples that night, and everything was everything was great. And uh, one of the last couples I played with for that night, because um, that was a Friday, see they invited me to another party. There was like, I have a, some friends having a party here. Do, do you want to come? And I'm like, 
hell yeah, I want to come. Like, if it's gonna, if this type of environment is gonna be, like, hell yeah, like I might as well just embrace it. And that's exactly what I did. I went to another party, met more people, and from then, from then till now, it's just been a, a wide world of networking and just going with the flow and just learning, learning as I went. Now, have you, you know, as you've been kind of getting deeper and deeper, you know, into this lifestyle, did you ever pursue anything vanilla, like simultaneously? I did. I did. And and did. Did you try to, like, balance the two? Like, did you always try to keep them separate? Or did you, you know, did you ever try to, like, you know what, I want to be a couple in this lifestyle and find me a girl that I can be with, but that we also share this? Like, did that, was that ever an option for you, or you always kept the two separate? So, so originally... I kept originally I kept it separate, uh, and see the crazy thing is the woman I was that I was pursuing that I was with, she was she was all right with that because uh, she knew she had other things going on, and she knew just how natural I was like in college like that like I used to play football so uh, the girls was I was I was around girls thought that that was a problem and she she was okay with me like stepping out but i'm letting her know like hey this is what i'm doing and she was cool which it shocked me because no other girl prior to her was cool with that but she was understanding which i i, I truly appreciated it but i kept it separate because she was just thinking it was just like regular girls i was i was seeing right but this, this was all lifestyle and um and then, and then we had a we had a falling out, um, which was unfortunate. Um, but I remember telling myself at that time that while being in the lifestyle, I don't want to pursue it as a couple. I would rather I would prefer doing it as a single male, and just and just enjoying this enjoying the journey as as myself and not having to worry about um, presenting it to nobody or jumping into a relationship with somebody that's been a, a unicorn or whatever. I just want to do it my way. And, and that's the best way. That's, that's all I had known just mm-hmm. doing it my way. Right. So, uh, so yeah, so that's, so that's, that's, that's for that aspect goes. Okay, so you're 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 in this lifestyle, you're walking this path, you're you know, you're you know, probably the the, the majority of your play was playing with married women, you know what I'm saying? Like their mm-hmm. their husbands were, you know, aware of of what they were doing. And so there's this moment that we all encounter, actually a couple moments. I'm going to ask you about this one first. Mhm. How long into your journey did it dawn on you that, oh, shit, I'm a fetish, meaning there are women out there who are specifically looking for black men? You know what I'm saying? Uh, like like where, where you it dawned on you that, oh, this is a thing. Like, did you realize that the first night you went out or was it? when you went back after seven months, like when did it start? Did that start to click in your brain that, okay, like 
there are people who are after me just for this reason. Like, obviously, I can build on that, but this this thing allows me to get my foot in the door a lot easier than if I didn't have this thing. Uh, I'll say for me, um, I knew I knew that prior to to entering the lifestyle, just off of um, like going on uh, porn websites and seeing different categories. Like, of course, there's um, there's, there's hundreds of categories right, for right. people's kinks and likes stuff like that. So I always seen like, interracial BBC. Uh, I would I would hear. The, the talk of uh, women saying they crave BBC, feed me that BBC, or whatever the case may be. So I, I understood that there was a uh, that I I could be a fetish, just simply just of me of me being a black male, black male. Um, I didn't let that I didn't let that cloud me or anything of that nature, but I I, I very much understood that. Um, being fetishized was, was, a, was a higher possibility within this within the lifestyle. Um, there was there was some instances where you you could feel it stronger with some people as opposed to others. Mm-hmm. And, and with with those situations, I would always um, express myself and let let the the woman or the couple know like all right this i'm like i'm i'm a man for anything like uh, um you see you just you can mention my dick all you want to but before anything i am i am a black man um that that <laughs> walks and lives every day in this world so um like i'm be i'm gonna be handled with respect um uh, i'm a i'm a exude respect that i was stop to get from, uh, from you, and um, yeah, like I, I kind, I kind, pretty much like never anybody try to cross that line. I'll kind of either reel them in or just disassociate myself and go a different direction. Right. But, but I, but I totally, but I, I totally understand um, the whole, the whole uh, dynamic and everything like that. So, um, yeah, I, I, I found that I knew, I knew pretty, pretty early on in my life. So. Okay, so the the other thing that we become exposed to as we gain experience is, you know, you heard me say at the top during my intro, my podcast deals with, you know, hot wifing, stag vixen, as well as cuckolding. And, mm-hmm. you know, in the beginning, you might be familiar with those terms. Like, you may have heard them, but you don't really know what they are, like, especially in the beginning, you think they're all just one and the same. Like, okay, it's just a different uh-huh. term for it, whatever. And then as you start gaining experience, meeting new people, meeting different people, you slowly start to realize that, okay, these dynamics, even though they are similar, they're also different. Do you mm-hmm. remember when it started to dawn on you that, okay, this cuckolding stuff over here is different than what's over there. Like when you started to perceive a difference between the two. Uh, I would say it was about maybe a year, a year in, um, 
because I have, like I said, I got um, memberships to different websites and things of that nature. So um, as I read profiles or if somebody reaches out to me, I read their profile, I see the different terms like a worse stag and vixen couple. And I didn't know what those, those things meant. So for me, I'm going to educate myself. So I'm going I'm to go run to Google, put it in there, and see what comes up. And I'm going to do my little thorough research to, to understand specific dynamic um so i i initially i remember i had the uh, my first uh cold, cold experience i didn't i didn't know what what it was um because the couple at the time on their profile they made it seem like they're like a hot wife couple so it was like so this is this is what i've dealt with so this is what i have experience with and everything of that nature so um i go over there uh Relaxing, drinking, getting getting the whole little vibe vibe connection going on, and um, I remember the woman telling the guy like to take his pants off or whatever, and he had the uh, the chassis on, and it blew my mind. I'm like, that's like that's uh, at the time like it's weird. Like, what 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 did he have that on for? understanding everything and she was like yeah he's he's my cut uh he's he's locked and he he does whatever i tell him to do and everything like that so i asked like and 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 being in life stuff for even that at that year at that point i, I knew not i don't judge anybody whatever somebody's gonna do hey that's your thing i mean as long as, as long as you respect my bands and respect yours i'm not like I'm not gonna yuck you young. That's your answer. That's your answer. Right. So, um, I remember he actually, he actually, he was my work while she's like sucking my dick and things of that nature. He asked me, "Can he touch my dick?" And I'm like, oh, "Nah, like, like, like a firm no." And it it, 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 it started playing in my head like this guy really just asked me this. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, I'm like, what's like, what kind of what kind of thing is going on in, in his mind frame to feel comfortable asking me this or whatever? Like, so, does, he, does he see something in me? Does he think I'm I get down that yeah. way? Yeah. So I was, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, like I'm, I'm all, I mean, I'm all man. Like, <laughs> you, I'm pu- like, I'm you like, puffing up your chest? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm like, this, like, I don't know, like, I'm, I, I'm like. Am I tripping? Am I, I need to go in the mirror, go hit the gym or something like that. Like, what the hell's going Am on? Am I giving off some kind of vibe? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, I, I, I know this ain't me, but uh, yeah, like so, uh, I was fluctuating between going up and uh, being hard and not being hard, or whatever. But she, she ended up putting him in a whole different like a corner, or whatever, and she started explaining to me like he's. Um, Basically saying that we don't do anything that you don't consent to and everything that nature. So I was, I was thrilled to hear that in that nature. So we had we had our fun, and then afterwards, like we just had a conversation. And them give me like a, a deeper dive into the cuckolding world. So I think I was appreciative of them taking the time out to educate me on that aspect, and. Um, and being respectful of my wishes to not pursue anything further, um, and 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 what he was pursuing. So, um, 
that was good. That was good to know. And it, and it, it put, I ain't gonna say put my antennas up, but I was just more well aware whenever um, coming in contact with Coco Cubs and, and the future uh, to know, to ask, to basically ask what they're into and set my boundaries clear from the beginning so that nobody is disappointed um, whenever we meet and stuff of that nature. So expectations are, um, everybody knows everybody's expectations, things of that nature. So, Okay, so uh, one of the things that, that, that I often say when, when people ask me, like, the differences, like, what's the difference between, like, a cuckold couple and a non-cuckold couple? And the way that I explain it is playing with a hot wife couple is a lot like playing checkers, meaning it's it's very straightforward. The rules are pretty pretty easy to understand and follow i mean like playing with a hot wife couple is you know it's a lot like your early experiences you know your boy would bring over his girl and she was with it and y'all had a jump off and you and him talking while y'all smash and you know what i'm saying like it's really cool mm-hmm. it's really easy going you know but dealing with a cuckold couple is it's like chess you know what I'm saying like there's, mm-hmm. there's so many moving parts and and different dynamics at play and you know, it's it's like almost like you're you're an actor. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. You're you're aware. You're you're far more aware of everything that's 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 going on. So I'm curious if someone were to ask you that question, what's the difference between you know a hot wife stag vixen couple and a cuckold couple? How do you explain that? Like, how would you put it in your own words as far as like what the difference is be- between the two? Uh, that's a good question. Um. I'll say uh, with the hot wife couple, um, it's it's more of the common thing of there's a, a mutual stand between you and the husband, like hey, um, or well, hot wife, yeah. Um, I want you to please my wife. You guys having fun? Um, I'll I'll sit back, watch whatever the case may be, and it's like I said, pretty much straightforward. So it's just all being in tune with her and not having to necessarily um, be the feeling that we're connecting the, me and the guy connected, but it's more just to focus on her. Um, with the cuckold dynamic, um, it's figuring out exactly what the, the, um, the woman is wanting and what she's wanting to instill upon her cuck. Um, because my experience is every cuckold dynamic has not been the same. Mm-hmm. Um, some some want some want you to humiliate the husband. Um, some will will do the humiliating while while you guys are playing things of that nature. So it's like a I think it's necessarily say a tug of war, but it's just like a. It's just everything is bouncing like a like a off a pinball machine, whatever. So it can go here, it can go there. But there, I've had situations with certain cold couples where it's it's like a hot wife dynamic, but the the couple just either just be in his own area, whenever he he be will be very attentive, or it's uh, do you need anything? Are you thirsty? Uh, I'm gonna go cook while you guys are doing your thing. You need me to 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 do this, do that. 
And it's, it's like, I think it's all necessary if it's a chore, but it's just like, um, it's something that most cuts that I've been around are proud to be able to like service in any way possible that either pleases their, their woman or the bull that the woman is with. So they're willing to, to, to go above and beyond to ensure that either one or both are happy in a sense. So, um, that's that's why that's why it comes my top of my head just right now of how that um, dynamic is uh, is different from the hot wife lifestyle. No, I feel you. I feel you. Uh, one of the things that I, I I like to give bulls an opportunity to kind of dive into when I when I have them on the segment is at some point in our journey we all figure out. Uh, like what our what our particular brand is. In other words, this is how I want to present myself. This is the kind of guy that I am. You know, it it, it kind of comes with a certain level of confidence of, of being secure. Like, okay, I can't be those other things because uh-huh. this is what I am. You know, uh, we you know I, I have friends of mine in this lifestyle who, you know, they really hone in on the fact that I am a gentleman bull. Like that is their brand. You know, you have, you know, other guys that I've met in this lifestyle where, you know, they like the fact that they're a little more rough around the edges. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like we all find what works best for us. So with that being said, what would you say your brand is? Like what is some what is a couple getting from getting involved with Goliath, you know what I'm saying, that makes you unique. Like I say, what is what is your brand? What are you hanging your hat on at the end of the day? And you can't say your dick, so. <laughs> oh, yeah. Not, no, I'm never going to bring that up. You can't be hanging so. your hat on your dick. <laughs> um, um, <laughs> um, I'll say for me, um, I'm just, I'm, I'm all, I'm a positive vibe. Like, not too much not really much anything is going to get me down. Um, like you said, I'm always smiling. I'm always positive energy. Um, I, I want to be the light that radiates into somebody else and uplifts them to to uh, to do better, be better, have to have a, a positive outlook on um, uh, just life in general. Um, I like, I, Positive energy is my, I think, my number one thing. Um, I, I just embrace that. I like seeing, I like making people laugh, I like people, making people smile. Uh, whatever I can do to uplift somebody, that's my number one forte. And then uh, as that progresses and and building that, building that personal vibe with with myself, uh, I think that's when things progress. Um, so. And that initial connection and just being just your everyday guy. I'm not I'm not I'm not high on myself, I'm not low on myself, I'm always gonna be even kill. Um I'm not the braggadocious type. Um I'm the lay laid back, uh, laid back teddy bear. <laughs> when, when, and when necessary, I mean I, I uh the alter ego, I guess Goliath <laughs> kicks in when necessary. <laughs> No doubt, no doubt. So, <laughs> something else that I, that I'm that I'm curious about, 
is, you know, for a lot of us, you know, we kind of get in this lifestyle, you know, we don't really know anybody, we're kind of navigating, you know, maybe we know a woman, maybe we know a couple, whatever, but as you, as you progress into it, you start to discover this brotherhood that exists, you know, you start to talk to other cats that are in it, and and you 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 see the guys that that look out whether it's doling out advice you know um, you know sharing their their particular stable of wives with you you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and and basically just discovering that like i said there's this other benefit to the lifestyle other than this endless supply of you know sexually empowered women that we encounter there's also these mm. these cool ass dudes when did that start to yeah i'm saying like come into the picture where you started to realize that oh shit i can have friendships with guys with dudes yeah i'm saying in this lifestyle and there's some cool ass dudes like like when did the brotherhood start to make an appearance for you um i would say um Hmm. I'll say the first time that I truly felt like the um, full brotherhood was 2019 Splash. Because that was just a -a one-of-a-kind experience with being around so many different brothers from so many different backgrounds, walks of life, age, and everything. And everybody was just so welcoming. Like, I was a new guy. I, I, of course, I had I had people in Dallas that I was I was I'm cool with and still cool with to this day. Um, but there was times like I was I was leery of some people because I didn't know if they had ulterior motives. Because of us being in the same area, some some people will feel like being encroaching on their um, their territory, being the new guy, whatever the case may be. Because mm-hmm. let's face it, whenever the new guy comes around other couples will see that and kind of gravitate towards that because they're that new face. Uh, so I was always there to try to see if people were necessarily being genuine or or just 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 putting up with me until they can get whatever they really want. But I never felt that way uh, at that 2019 splash for Lauderdale. I met uh, so many great people um, that that gave me so much advice. Um, um, and, and there was lifestyle advice and then just life advice too. Like a lot of people think that within this lifestyle that it's just all about sex and things of that nature. That's like a major misconception. There's, there's um, aspects outside of the sexual uh, nature of this that uh, help us all grow and reach our own personal goals or life goals within this which I've been um, very fortunate to have met some uh, some great men who have, are in places in their lives that I want to be in whenever I get to their age and things of that nature and are willingly sharing um, advice with me and giving me life guidance uh, so that I can achieve my goals um, to whatever, whatever power that they have. So... Um, yeah, I'm definitely appreciative of the Splash Brotherhood that started in 2019 and continues to grow to this day. 
and I appreciate every single brother that I've been in contact with uh, throughout. No, that's what's up. That's what's up. So you you said at the top, you, you're you're 35. I mean, you've pretty much been around this lifestyle since the night of your 21st birthday. Mm-hmm. Like, for me, for example, there came a day when I realized, you know, because you grow up thinking that, okay, I'm going to get married, I'm going to have a family, I'm going to, you know, this is the path that I'm going to take. You know, I'm just playing around at this lifestyle, whatever. And then you wake up and you have this conversation with yourself and you realize that, you know what, I'm probably never going to be vanilla. Like, I just can't see myself. I'm too far on this side now. Like, the idea of, of doing anything vanilla on, like, a serious, ongoing, you know, family, married, it's just not in the car for me. So I'm just kind of curious. You're at that point in your life where, you know, you're not married. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, you enjoying the hell out of this lifestyle. Have you had that conversation with yourself yet? Do you do you do you still see this as like okay, I'm gonna give this shit up and and settle down and get married and have some kids? Like, where where is your mind as far as that part of your life is concerned? Man, I've had that conversation like the past ten years, man. It's just because, of course, I get I get the pressure from my parents that. I want the the family. They want grandkids and things of that nature. Um, and there have been times where I've sat down and tried to think, like, how can I achieve? How can I successfully achieve that with the lifestyle that I'm currently living? And like, I've tried. I'm like, I I I tried to to possibly pursue. I don't want to say when the, me pursuing, somebody pursued me and tried to to force me into that, that direction, but it just simply did did not work and it just simply was not me. Um I I love kids. I I've always imagined uh <laughs> like the traditional have a wife, kids, big house, and live heavily after after, and all that type of nature. But uh, as the years go on, I I know I'm gonna have to make a decision at some point. Like, are you gonna actually do this, or are you just gonna be by yourself and and that's how your life is gonna be. Um, Ideally, for me personally, I do I do want to have somebody. I do want to uh, have kids, but it has to work for my dynamic and her dynamic as well. Because it's not just about me; it's about the other person as well. Um, so I guess half half my cake and eat it too, whatever the case, whatever how the saying goes. Um, but that time hasn't it hasn't hasn't hit me yet because it has to feel natural to me so um so who knows uh, if if that if that happens to happen like sure why not uh, if it doesn't uh some things may have to get adjusted but hey that's that's, that's the great thing about life uh, only time will tell so so let me let me ask you this then you know 
being in this lifestyle, especially, you know, being a part of the Splash family, you know, I, I know that, you know, you're, you're not just going there as a party goer, but you also help them set up and break down. Like you, you help them. Mm-hmm. So, you know, all of the principles that are involved in it. So when you start to get more in, entrenched in this lifestyle, you see people that have it all that they're enjoying this lifestyle, but they're also married and they have a family and they have that, that real life. So I say that to say, and there's no right or wrong answer to this. I'm saying Mm -hmm. it's just about what you feel. Do you feel that you have the mindset to be in love with a woman who enjoys this lifestyle? Like, in other words, could you watch the woman? Like, it's one thing to have a, a friend that's a female that's involved in this lifestyle. Like, that's different. It's a different uh-huh. animal altogether when that's the woman that you love. And she's at Splash in the Take 5 room, in the Glory Hole room. You Like, that's your heart doing, yeah. those, doing those things. Do you think you have the ability to do that or is that a little above do you feel like that's a little above your pay grade like that's that's out of my comfort zone like if i got my girl i'm not trying to be in a lifestyle with her uh i would say i i used to think that way like um because that was that was me being selfish and just thinking about myself right uh and Quite honestly, I wouldn't. I wouldn't know how that I would feel until that was to actually was to happen, or if that's something that she she said that that's what she wants to do. Uh, of course, of course, it would have to be. I mean, for me personally, I want to be something on a smaller scale to to see how my emotions are going to be because that's cause that's the number one thing. How how am I going to feel about it in the moment, and then afterwards processing that moment. And then with that conversation that me and her have after that first moment or whatever, and if I'm able to like to help to deal with it uh, in a healthy manner where her it doesn't affect me, and then and vice versa too, just if she sees me in that type of environment, how that makes her feel, if there's any type of uh, insecurities, jealousy, which which what I may feel, and she feels that way, so. Um, I, I don't know. I, I won't. I won't know to cross that bridge. So I mean, I, I gotta. I have to have somebody on my side before that can even happen. So we'll see. But you know, it's something that you're. It, it sounds like it's something that you're at least open to. Some guys at this point, they're like, "Nah, I couldn't do that." You know what I'm saying? Like they're they can't see themselves merging those two worlds it's it's either an either or like i said it's not there's not a right answer or a wrong answer you know what i'm saying like we we do what we feel comfortable you know with mm-hmm. doing i i just bring it up because i know you've been in this long enough where you've seen couples that make it work and i'm, I'm talking like 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 black couples or couples where yeah. the dude is black you, you know what i'm saying like it's one thing to you know uh like i know for me personally you know, I myself, my own personal dynamic is is that of a stag vixen dynamic. Um, you know, I've got a woman in my life who I love dearly. I've been with her for more than 10 years and I love sharing her. 
but I know when I first started on this, I wasn't meeting many black husbands in this lifestyle. I was meeting plenty of white husbands. I was meeting plenty of Latin husbands. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't really meeting any black husbands that enjoyed the stag part of things. Like I met black dudes that were like swingers where they played with couples, but I'm talking mm-hmm. about dudes that were comfortable basically watching their girl get it in. You know what I'm saying? So on those rare occasions that I met them, I gravitated towards them because in my mind, I'm like, yo, I've been looking for you just because, you know, I'm, you know, you're trying to find like-minded people. Um, Mm -hmm. And through Splash, I've met a lot more or I've met more, you know, some of them, you know, you know, Mr. Mocha, I know you've met Lupe, you know what I'm saying? Like we, we've met some really good dudes that, they have that mindset that they're able to do that. And one, it shows you that, okay, I'm not crazy. And B, it shows you that, okay, this is possible. Mm -hmm. So I'm curious, having met other brothers, you know I'm saying that have those types of dynamics and that promote them in such a beautiful and healthy way. Does that give you confidence? Like, okay, this does not seem so unattainable because I've seen people who have it. Yeah, that's it, it definitely does. And you hit it on the head because coming into this, we're we'll just seeing many black couples uh, or black husbands or black male partners where it was acceptable. We're just seeing it. So it was foreign to me. I was as, as, my early stages on for the majority part, it was just, I wasn't seeing it at all. So I thought it didn't, I didn't be naive and say I didn't think it existed. I know it existed, but it was, it wasn't in the places where I was frequenting. So I didn't know. And then as I've, I've met, like, like you said, like the Lupe's and uh, Mr. Mocha and I've seen it, I, I see it works. And I, and I don't see, and I, I don't see no jealousy. I see them empowering their women and letting letting them do their thing wholeheartedly and being and being the number one cheerleader while doing that, which is which is very commendable and very it's uh, inspiring to see that. And and I know for myself. Uh, if and when I get into a situation where I have a partner within this, um, I'm definitely gonna, I, I'm definitely lean on those uh, brothers I've seen and ask them like what their thoughts. I can get more in depth with it, or like how do you handle this when it first happened? Mm-hmm. So that because experience is the best teacher. So then I'll be able to to lean on them, and so that. I won't be in the blind whenever I feel a certain type of way because I know I I just I know those feelings are gonna happen. It's just naturally gonna happen. Um, but then I'll be able to express it and know how to proceed with it in a healthy manner, so that um, it could be a healthy relationship for the long term and be the happily ever after or whatever the case may be. But um, so yeah, it's it's there's there's definitely hope in. Uh, Definitely hoping that. So uh, early on, early on in my lifestyle life, I, and I always told my, I always told myself this. I said, within a lifestyle, I do not ever want to be in a relationship. I guess if I'm be in a relationship, I'm gonna be, uh, I'm gonna be vanilla. 
Mm-hmm. I, used to, I, I used to tell myself that all the time. And then I'm seeing some people say that if, you, if, you're, if you're getting out of a lifestyle for a relationship, that means you're cheating on a lifestyle and you're just using it as a mask to just have sex and things of that nature. And I, I see, I don't necessarily agree with that, but I understand why people would feel that way. Um, I think if you're like trying to build myself in, like, because that's all I've ever experienced with just in relationships. You're trying to build something that's going to be long lasting. It's going to need to be a time period where you guys are shut off from that or whatever case shut off from that and be able to focus on each other and what each other desire and building that strong bond of friendship and going from there. So, um, yeah. Well, that's, that's, that's my take on that. No, that's what's up. That's what's up. Uh, definitely appreciate you expounding on that. So let me ask you this. Um, like I said, you've been you you've been doing this for a minute, and you can answer this however you want it. What has been the biggest benefit to your life as a result of 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 being a part of this lifestyle, or what is the part of this lifestyle that you enjoy the most? Like, what brings you the most pleasure and satisfaction? And like I said, you can answer both of those. You can answer one of them. Um, that's, um, I, I'll say it's, it's just, it's just the pure happiness of people getting to, to live their true selves, mm-hmm. or in my opinion, their true self, because that's, I see them when I'm around them, and some people I've seen and their more personal lives outside of events of that nature, where they they truly live this lifestyle, and um, for me, it's just, just exciting just to be able to be myself um, with like no judgment. Because, and I can say no judgment because everybody judges no matter what anybody says. Uh, but there's much less judgment in this world, in this uh, lifestyle they were in, and. Um, the joy for me is just seeing people just happy and get to be their authentic self and explore their desires uh, with low qualms or anything of that nature. And as, as far as me, uh, I, I'm I'm just naturally excited about life in general. So this with lifestyle just enhances everything because I get to be around uh Great men and women of all different backgrounds, different uh, political stances, economic backgrounds, and and everybody can be with each other with no problems. Uh, and I've had conversations with several people over time that if it wasn't for the lifestyle, a lot of these relationships that I have wouldn't have been. Right, right. Just, just, just simply because it just there was no necessarily a common ground to break that barrier for, every, for everything else to happen, uh, and, and it, it's silly, but it's the facts. Like it, it is what it is. No, I so say the same I'm thing myself, man. I get you. Yeah, so I'm I'm definitely appreciative of that, and 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 it it, it not it 
for me, it's knocked down certain stereotypes that you would think uh, prior to being in the lifestyle. I'm like, okay, this this is not what I thought, or this this is not who I thought this type of person would be, or the case may be. Uh, so <clears throat> I, I'm I'm very appreciative of it, and and I can I continue to learn every single day, every single time I'm at an event or just around somebody. Uh, so um, very appreciative of lifestyle for that. So no, that's 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 what's up. So. For many of us, you know, the you know, people want to call us lifestyle vets, OGs, whatever. You know, we mm-hmm. we, we, we we constantly hear from you know, especially those of us on social media, we constantly hear from like younger dudes and not always younger dudes, just inexperienced dudes who are who are trying to find their way and and, and trying to make their way um into this. Um, this is a two-part question. A, okay. where, from where you sit, where do you see most guys getting tripped up in this? And B, if you could give out one piece of advice to someone just getting into this, what would it be? Um. One piece of advice. That's kind of hard to give one piece of advice, but well, I, would, um, I would say like the main thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like there's a lot of stuff that I could tell you, but this is going to be one of the more important things, and you definitely want to add this to your foundation, like one of those kind of things. Because obviously, we we don't have enough show left for you to break down all. You, I'm sure you got a whole <laughs> bunch of advice. You know what I'm saying? But what is, but what is that like that one nugget, that one jewel that you could drop on somebody? As- um let's see. Also okay, for the, for the first part, um, what trips most guys up. I know a lot of the uh, the newer guys that I've been in contact with or reached out to me, uh, they always wondering how to how to get in or how to um to start off um, and I always, I always let them know, like, first and foremost, um, stay true to yourself. Um, you may, you may see something that's working for somebody else. You may try to, uh, try to copy that, copy that person, but that's not you. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to do what works for you. Uh, be, be a snowflake, be, be a one of one. Um, Control things that you can control, which is I always say be be the ultimate gentleman. Uh, present the ultimate gentleman because even with me when I came into it, I still treat people with respect like it's I guess every day at the bar type of thing. If I meet somebody new, I'm gonna be a gentleman, to respect, hold chairs up, buy a drink, or whatever the case may be. That's just how I naturally was raised and how I go about things. So um just being, being, get, get, I get an active community, going to different, uh, trying to go, go meet and greets or things of that nature. Stop trying just to go, just trying to target a specific couple, whatever, spend all time with just one couple. Go to where you can <clears throat> be in the presence of multiple couples and multiple people so you can observe and see how people carry themselves. And then from that, 
and then take it into whether your online persona or talk to people in person and go from there. So um, that would be the advice I give for people that – the struggle that people have when they first go in. Um, number one uh, thing, a thing that I would tell somebody they absolutely have to have um, – I'm just gonna go with this because this person has come to my mind. Uh, it's hygiene, um, and it's it's funny because uh, <laughs> I recently talked to a, a veteran uh, um, lady, and she was upset that uh, certain gentlemen um, hygiene was very poor, and. For me, the person that you're talking about, I would think that he opposed himself to that at all times because he's a, a very well-liked uh, person. And she was, like, so turned off by that. And I think some a lot of people, a lot of guys make the mistake of, <clears throat> I say a lot, but it's more common people not taking care of the hygiene as they should, whether it be in between play partners or whatever the case may be, just to up, but constantly check and uphold yourself. Like, uh, go take, go take your necessary showers. Do, do your breath check. Uh, make sure you got your deodorant on. Make sure that you got your condom off. Get a full rinse off, stuff like that. No bird baths. Just take the time out to get clean and things of that nature. But, um, <laughs> bird baths. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I see, I see that all the time. Like, I see people like a swear. So I go to the restroom and see someone over the sink. So I'm like, come on, bro. Like, just go to, just go to your room. But, but she's not going anywhere. Nobody's going there. Just plenty of time. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah, it, it blows my mind that people are just so in the rest. Like, just, hey, take care of yourself, man. She's she, she going to appreciate that, you know, because. Because women talk. They're going to talk if you're, you're lacking in, in that aspect for sure. Uh. <laughs> no, that, no you, it's, 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 it's just funny because, you know, you're you're right. I see it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I was about to make an excuse for him. Like, yeah, well, some dudes are there on day passes. And it's like, nah, dudes don't get day passes. <laughs> so nah, like, ain't, no, ain't no excuse for that, man. Yeah, ain't no so excuse. It's like every dude's got a room. Like, you, you, got, you have access to a shower, so, 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 so use it. So I would, yeah, say, you- I would say this then. Because not everyone, matter of fact, a small percentage of people of guys who listen to my podcast actually get to attend a splash or an event or a a organized function. So I would say tweak that advice to somebody that exists in the world outside of splash. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Where they're doing the, 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 you know, cause we get spoiled going to splash. You know what I'm saying? We, We get, we get spoiled and I'm not going to say we forget, but remembering that part where we really had to put effort, like when you think back to like when you was just starting out and you had to really like hustle and grind to get those Friday, Saturday night dates. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. now it's kind of easy. You know, we splash, we locals, we know people all over the country. It's not That's... taking as much effort as it used to. So I would say to kind of tailor 
that advice to someone who's never been to a splash, who doesn't get to interact with people at splash, who's doing the weekend encounters with couples, what would your advice be to, to somebody still in that lane? Um, to somebody still in that lane, um, I would say to always, always rep- represent yourself to a high standard. Um, because what you, what you show to that, what you show to that couple or whoever you're with, um, it's going to be, it's going to, it's going to follow you. Um, cause you don't know who somebody knows. And if, if you're not, like you said, if you're not in spaces like we're in, <clears throat> there's, we all start, we all started where you're at. You have, you have to make a good impression, um, with how you, how you dress, how you, how you communicate with, with people. Cause, uh, some people, Everybody has different vernaculars and how they uh, address people, but but talk with respect, uh, handle yourself accordingly, um, uh, perform, and 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 up and represent yourself in a great way because that can open up a whole bunch of doors that you would never have access to. Um, treat treat like it's treat the gender like the C, like the CEO mm-hmm. type of situation, like nobody's nobody's above anybody like um that respect is gonna that respect will take you far um that being a gentleman will take you far um performing will take you far uh taking care of yourself physically and, and all that type of stuff will take you far but those first impressions uh they matter and um it's ensuring that you have the husband's respect because he's allowing you, depending on the dynamic, if it's a hot bike situation, he's allowing you to to share a piece of his world. So um, not ignoring that, not ignoring him um, will, go, will go a long way. With um, cuckold situations, it may be different, but still, you're still going to acknowledge, acknowledge the man and 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 go about it as you would with any anybody else until either instructed or you're told it's certain dynamics like this is what we do and 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 go from there so um yeah if if you're if you're trying to to break the door down into uh, to bigger realms or, or into a bigger pool um just stay true to yourself and um first impressions matter and um, control control what you can control. I'll say that control what you can control, and and everything will everything will, will follow from there. No, that's 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 a uh, that's a uh, that's 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 great advice, man. That's great advice. Well, like I said at, at the top, I I always try to be mindful of of the time. Um, I know it goes by quickly. Um, there are always things like, oh man, I wish I would have got to that. I wish I would have got to that. But that's just all the reason for me to, you know, to, to, to have you back. Most definitely, man. Most definitely. One thing I will say is, you know, people are going to want to reach out to you. They're going to want to contact you, you know, uh, and, and everything like that. How can people find you? I know that you're on Twitter. How do they find you on Twitter? How do they find you on SDC? Like go ahead and, and, and let the people know how they can find uh, Mr. Goli- Brother Goliath. 
All right. So on Twitter, I can be found at Goliath of DFW. Um, you want to spell that uh, out? Make sure there's no hyphens, underscores, symbols, anything like most that? Definitely. Yeah, Goliath, G-O-L-I-A-T-H of O-F D-F-W. Uh, that's where I can be found on Twitter. Um, on SDC, I can be found under OG Sada, which is O-G S-H-O-T-T-A. And for those that like to email, I can be reached at Goliath of DFW, same as the Twitter name, at yahoo.com. And um, if, if you find my Twitter, I do have a link tree that has links to um, other ways to get in contact with me, with me as well. So, um, Feel free to reach out. And one more on FetLife. Uh, I know some people on FetLife. Uh, I can reach at Goliath. Actually, I think it's DFW Goliath or FetLife. But if if need be, uh, reach out to me on the other platforms, and then I can uh, ensure that we get connected in to the way that best suits you. Well, look, man. I want to I want to thank you for finally taking the time out. You know, to come on, it seemed like it took me forever to find, you know, to get you up on here. Um, always enjoy chopping it up with you. Um, anything that you want to say before I let you get out of here to my to my to all my listeners out there? Oh, man. Hey, I, I appreciate, first I want to say I appreciate you, Mike C., um, for everything you've done, um, being a stand-up guy. Um, I appreciate you allowing me on your platform. I know we like you said, we've been trying for months, months, almost a year, I believe. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. (laughs) Life is crazy for me. I've I've been always on the go, but uh, I'm appreciative of this opportunity to, uh, to share a little bit of a little piece of me. And uh, I look forward to, to um, coming on here definitely again to, to share more with your listeners and, uh, if you're listening, uh, most definitely subscribe. Subscribe to Keys and Anklets, and uh, support him in any way possible. And uh, he ha- he has my, my votes. <laughs> I, 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 I definitely appreciate that, brother. Thank you. It's, 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 uh, you know, it's, it's always cool chopping it up with you, whether we just kicking it on the phone, talking shit about. If I remember correctly, you 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 are one of them low life cowboy fans, right? I know you said something about being in Dallas. I start that shit. Yeah, hey, yeah, yeah. I could, I couldn't, I couldn't let you get off here without bringing that up. Oh man, you know hey. I couldn't, I couldn't let you out of here without bringing that up. But we ain't gonna go into detail about that. Man. You know what I'm saying the re- the realistic thing is, as far as people that listen to my show, there are probably more of y'all than there are me as as an Eagles fan. So that's just being real. So yeah, I don't, I don't hide my disdain for the Cowboys. <laughs> Hey, you definitely don't, but hey, trust me, hey, it's Cowboy Nation proud over here at all times. The season's almost on, a few months away, so you know what time it is. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We're going to be going at it. We're going to be going at it, that's for sure. <laughs> so, uh, so before I let you get out of here, I just want to say, give a big shout out to my Patreon supporters. Uh, you guys know, I said every episode, I wouldn't be able to do what I do if it wasn't for your continued support, you know, the way you guys support me is what allows me to, you know, bring you these episodes and meet these wonderful people and, 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 and bring you these stories that, 
you know, that hopefully make your journey into this lifestyle a little bit easier, you know, regardless of what role you play, whether you're a, a, a couple, a single guy, a single female, whatever. Hopefully what I've been able to put together makes your journey a, a little bit easier. So for those of you who are Patreon supporters from the bottom of my heart, thank you. Uh, for those of you who are not yet Patreon supporters, maybe this will be the episode that makes you say, you know what, we like what that Michael C. guy is doing. And, you know, we want to do what we can to make sure that he continues uh, doing this because we like what he is bringing to the lifestyle. Um, so with that being said, I am your host, Michael C. I want to thank my guest, uh, my brother, uh, Goliath. This has been another episode of the Keys and Anklets podcast, and I will see you when I see you. Peace.